Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever time of the day you're watching this broadcast, this is Dr. Eric Tangumonkem with IEM Approach, where we inspire, equip, and motivate people to discover God's great potential in them, develop that potential, and deploy it. I want to welcome you to this broadcast. I want to welcome you to my faith walk, my journey of faith. If you are listening through the podcast, I want to welcome you as well. Can you do me a favor today? Those of you who are watching, share and invite other people to join us. I've taken it upon myself to share some details about my life, about my walk with God, because I believe that it's going to help you to handle whatever difficulties you are facing right now. From inception, I said that Everything that has a beginning has an end. It doesn't always feel like that when you are in the midst of difficulties, when you are in the midst of seemingly impossible situations. Everything tells you that you are doomed, nothing is going to change, you are not going to have a way out. I want to let you know there is hope. No matter how dire the situation is, there is hope. You don't have to give up. Put your trust in God. Believe God's promises for your life. Put your trust in the Word of God. It has never failed me. And I am not ashamed to talk about that. I've, I've, I've overcome a lot of challenges. I still have challenges as I speak right now. But I know and I know that I am going to overcome because it's not just in my own strength. God, who has seen me come through in the past, has not changed. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he is going to see me through whatever difficulties or challenges I may be facing right now. It's been a long walk. I've had my highs and my lows. But through it all, I've learned a lot. I've grown a lot. My faith has become stronger and I'm here to encourage you that you should not be ashamed to put your trust in God. He is faithful. If not God, I will not be standing before you and sharing what I'm about to 
and what I have been sharing. As I said, I was sitting at a meeting in 2001 when I heard God spoke in my spirit, you are going to the United States to study. It startled me because I had no money in the bank and there was no way, humanly speaking, that I could leave Cameroon and come to the United States to study. It was impossible. I say impossible because when I was an undergraduate student, at one point, things got so bad that I could not afford my rent. That was for 2,000 francs. If you convert it to dollars, it's about, what, $4 or something like that. I want you to think about that. This is a guy who is not having $100 in the bank, and he is being asked to travel to the United States and go to school. that was going to cost him thousands of dollars. How do you do that? Now you explain to me. Those of you who think having faith in God is for people who don't think, it's for people who are not rational. I'm a joy scientist and I believe in God. I don't see any problem in that. Science has its way of doing things. Science answers the how question. The why question is not answered in the lab, in test tubes. We set up experiments to understand the how, the why. You need a different approach. By the way, if you are joining us for the first time, I'd like to define what faith is and what faith is not. Because a lot of people have a misunderstanding of what faith is. Faith is not wishful thinking. Faith is not following blindly. Faith is not Jumping over a chasm without knowing if you are going to land on the other side. Faith is not jumping out of the airplane without a parachute. If you do that, the force of gravity is going to act on you and you will regret for not wearing your parachute. However, with that said, faith is the ability to see the invisible and manifested in the physical. Faith is being sure of what you hope for and certain of what you've not seen. Faith is being sure of what you hope for and certain of what you've not seen. When you have certainty, you take action. When you have certainty, you, 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 you deploy. When you have certainty, you execute. Are you living by faith? What are you seeing? Do you believe it? 
Do you believe in that business idea that has been given to you? Do you believe in that relationship that you are in? Do you believe in that company that you're working for? What are you seeing? I'm not talking about with the physical eyes. Those who see with the physical eyes are always one step too late. Those who can see the future are going to leave it. If you don't see the future, you are going to be living today just for today. And because of that, you are going to negatively impact the future. What are you seeing? Are you seeing with the eyes of your mind? Faith on the mind, or faith ties everything that we do. And it's important for you to learn how to walk by faith. I'm hoping that from what you've heard and what you're going to hear, it's going to excite you enough to want to learn how to release your faith, to want to learn how to walk by faith. That is how I live. Everything I do, I look at it through that prism. All the obstacles I've had and those that I'm going to have, I have the confidence that I'm more than conquerors. Because greater is he that is in me than the enemy that is in the world. I am a child of God. I was having a conversation with somebody yesterday who said, Oh, life? Life is just an accident. There's no meaning. There's no purpose. We are just here to just pass on our DNA to the next generation and die, and that, that is it. How depressing can that be when you believe that your life has no meaning and no purpose? Then why bother about anything? If, you, if, if, if when you die, everything is over, why bother? What I know is this. I'm a child of God. You too can be created in the image and likeness of God. There is a mission, a purpose for your life. The sooner you find it and get behind it, the better. If you need help, there's a number on the screen. I want you to call that number. There's an email. I want you to email. Email me. Let's have the conversation. Last time, I ended at a point where we had moved to Dallas. Remember, I, I just finished school, got my first job, got laid off after one year. Four kids, my mother-in-law is here, my wife is not working. I'm not working. I don't have the work papers to get a job. The economy has gone south. And my first worry is how to maintain my legal status in the country. That's when I prayed and asked if God could. I mean, just let somebody give me a place to stay together with my family while I try to figure out what to do. This friend calls me up. He had two bedrooms in his house. He gave us one for all of us to, you know, He had three bedrooms and gave us two bedrooms. And we, we moved in. Uh, I enrolled in the MBA program. 
because I wanted to obey the law of the country and not become illegal in the country. I wanted to think about it. I'm not making this up. Some people have this misunderstanding that when you walk by faith, everything is just going to be easy. Everything is just going to come to you. You're not going to have to struggle. And that is why when they start struggling, they give up. When I look at all the heroes of faith, in Hebrews 11, what some call the Faith Hall of Fame, every person in that Hall of Fame had to deal with adversities, had to deal with difficulties, had to deal with challenges. Some suffered loss. Some uh, were exiled, some were separated from their families, some were enslaved. All of them. You want to talk about Moses? Who at the tender age, when he was still a baby, his parents had to put him in a basket and place him in the crocodile infested Nile River. Can you imagine a young child? that was supposed to be being nurtured by his parents. The parents had to, to, to put away the child. And when Moses was adopted and he grew up in the palace, what happened to him? He was exiled to Midian. In Midian, he stayed there for 40 years. He left the palace to the desert where he was taking care of sheep. How is that glamorous? How is that popular? Listen to me, you who is walking by faith and things are very difficult right now. You are feeling pressure left and right from every direction for you to compromise. Don't do it. Don't do it. You need to stand your ground. You are being tested. If you stand firm, you are going to have victory eventually. Let go of that job. Let go of that relationship. Let it go. Whatever is pushing you right now to lie, to cheat, to do what you know is against character. Don't do it. I'm not saying it's easy. It's difficult. Can you imagine me? I have a family to feed. I don't have Peppers to get a job, the economy is bad, and I have to go back to school and borrow money on credit cards to pay my tuition because I did not want to break the immigration laws of the country. That's what I had to do. I started wrecking thousands of dollars on my credit card, not even knowing when. I was going to finish school and not knowing when I was going to start paying back that money. It was difficult, extremely difficult. But the first obstacles that, obstacle that we had when we moved back was how to rent the place. Remember, I'm not having a job. And with four kids, we needed to rent a place. We are just 
moved out of a house, so we're looking for a house to rent. Nobody's going to rent you a house without some proof of income and stuff like that. So it, it, it was a big obstacle. When the friend asked me to come stay with him, we had not talked about how long. So when we arrived, I sat down with him. I, I said, how long do you want us to stay together? Uh, the friend said, oh, you know, don't don't worry about it. I said no. It's good for us to to talk about it, have some ground rules, some expectations, and this should this should help some of you who make a lot of assumptions. Staying with family, staying with relations, it's good to to make sure you 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 have a game plan. If not, you're going to run into trouble with each other. Don't make assumptions. It's very important. So we discussed, and it turned out this friend was expecting us to be there for a month. So we came in July, towards August. I, sorry about that. Towards August, ending, we, we, we had to get a place to, to move in. How do we do that? I was expecting that the school was going to give me it is a teaching assistantship. So in the midst of all that, I had not I had applied for the assistantship. So when we found a house that I wanted to move in, the landlord had to do his background checks on me. And um, he asked me, oh, where do you work? I told him, oh, I just moved uh, from Colorado here. I've enrolled uh, into the MBA program. I've applied for an assistantship and I'm waiting to hear back from the school. And he was a little iffy about it. I had no job. And so I told him, you know, I'm, I'm trustworthy, I'm reliable. I'm going to pay you three months of, of rent while I'm hoping that I'm going to get that assistantship. And so this is how we're able to get into that house. We signed the lease did the three months payment at once and the assistantship fell through. It didn't come through. And uh, it got really, really difficult. Nine months of not making anything because I couldn't make anything. My visa situation was not the best. And uh, as time went on, it just boiled down to the fact that if we don't solve that visa issue, if we don't regulate our immigration, immigration status, things were just going to remain that difficult for us. It's going to take a couple of years, as we hear next time. But this is where we, we were. Everything is piling against us. It, there seemed to be no way out. But we kept our faith in God. We are going to do it the right way. We are not going to give up. We evaluated the situation, prayed about it, and everything was now hinging, hinging on the fact that for us to move forward, the green card issue needs to be solved. Next time, 
we are going to conclude on how God miraculously showed up. I'm not calling for a pity party. Please, I want you to listen and listen very carefully. This is trying to, to help you to know that praying is okay to pray. And that when you are in the midst of difficulties, it's important to do what is right. It's important to be a person of character. And that whatever you are facing is already changing because change is the only thing that we can count on. You may not feel as if things are changing. I didn't feel like that when we were in the midst of all that difficulties. But now, looking in hindsight, it's been said hindsight is 50-50. Looking in hindsight, I can say that things were already changing and lining up to turn out for our good. Above all, Remember, everything works together for the good of those who love God, who have been called according to his good purpose. That is why in everything we can give thanks. That is why we can rejoice always because we know everything is working together for our good. We know God is present in the midst of the difficulties. We are never alone. I want to leave you with this. Don't despair. Help is coming. Stand strong. Don't give up. Keep your eyes on the goal. Keep your eyes on the destination. Things are changing even if you don't feel it, even if you don't see it. You need to trust. Trust God. And it's going to be well with you. You've been listening to Dr. Eric Tangumonken with IEM Approach, where we inspire, equip, and motivate people to discover God's great potential in them, develop that potential, and deploy it. If you haven't shared this broadcast, please do so. If you haven't subscribed to my channel, I want you to do so. There is a lot of good content that will be coming your way. I'm sharing my own story at this stage just to lay the groundwork so that as we move forward, you understand where I'm coming from. God bless you.